Welcome to The Vortex with your host, Addie, a transformation and mindset expert. My mission is to help inspire and guide you to unlock your own soul potential so you can live an empowered, joyful life. This is a podcast where we deep dive into topics of psychology, mental health, spirituality, mindset, and so much more. I hope you enjoy and let's dive into today's topic. Hello again, beautiful souls. Welcome back for another episode of Welcome to the Vortex with your host, Addie. Today's episode, I'm a little excited, a little nervous about this topic because this is something I've wanted to talk about the longest time for like over a year, but I feel like it's hard to talk about this in a post. Like if I were to just write it out and share it in like a blog post or an Instagram post, I feel like this would kind of get like taken the wrong way. And that's why I wanted to do a podcast around it and finally just doing this episode. So this episode, it's going to be about my mental health journey and my transition on my mental health journey to a more natural, holistic approach to my mental health journey and recovery because I have been on medication since 2016 and it was last year when I started to work on getting off of my medication and I'm still in that process. And that's what I want to talk about today because that's something huge in the mental health community And this is going to trigger a lot of people and this might make people mad, but we get told that we're going to be put on this medication for the rest of our life. Like, I don't want to take a pill for like every single day till I'm a hundred years old. Like, no. And I'm the type of person where if you tell me that I can't do something, I'm going to do everything in my power to prove you wrong. So of course, like, and I've, I've been to multiple psychiatrists and A lot of them would tell me the same thing. Well, you know, you're going to have to be on this for the rest of your life. You're going to have to take this medication forever. And for me, I'm always like, no, no, no. I'm going to show you to do the impossible. And so I have done tons of research and I have figured out ways that have been helping me come off this medication in a natural way. Has it been easy? No, it has not been easy. But I'm going to share with you just what I've learned so far like on this journey and just like if you are someone who has been on medication for a long time if you've been feeling like these whispers where you're just like you know like I want to try something else I want to try a more natural approach I don't want to be on this medication forever there are other ways it's just a lot of doctors don't tell you that because that's another big thing with the pharmaceutical company that I'll get into later on is they're all in it for the money unfortunately And I am so thankful and so blessed that I had found like a good doctor now that I'm working with who is like okay with me being like on a lower dose of my medication. And so we're going to get into it today. We're going to talk about a lot of things. We're going to talk about like the pharmaceutical company, the mental health community, like that drug world, the pills. We're going to talk about natural approaches, herbs, supplements, all this good stuff. So this is going to be a jam-packed episode so let's just go right in so before we dive in i want to do like a little preface that if you are on medication if you are taking any type of medication please do not just quit cold turkey like please do not please work with your doctor if you want to get off or get on a lower dose work with your doctor i have been working with my doctor for over a year on getting off of one medication So this is not something that I just take lightly and that I'm just throwing out to the world. This is something that I take very seriously. 
And that's why I want to share all of this because there are ways out there for you to get on lower doses of medicine and there are possibilities of you getting off the medicine completely. Now, every single one of us, especially if you do have a mental illness and you are taking psychiatric medication, we are all so uniquely different. So mind brain chemistry is definitely not the same as your brain chemistry. And that's one of like the hard things when it comes to like mental illness, diagnosing mental illness, because there's so many different variations. Everyone is so different. Like my form of manic depression could be different than your form of manic depression. Like no one's mental illness is the exact same. And that's the thing when it comes to medication too. Like even when you get put on medication, it's trial and error to trying to find that right like balance of medication that works for you. Like it took me forever to figure out like the right combo of medication for me because I got put on it back in 2016. I was diagnosed with manic depression, which is also known as bipolar 2 disorder. And people get this mixed up all the time. I'm just going to throw this out there too. People think that bipolar disorder is an anger disorder. It is not. Yes, there are people who have bipolar who do get angry. They act out like the Incredible Hulk. But just because that is like one little symptom of the bipolar disorder, that is not bipolar disorder. It is not an anger issue. I just had to throw that out there. Bipolar disorder is when you have extremes of both sides of the spectrum of emotions. So you have high highs and low lows. It is not fun. And I had bipolar too, so that is just a more milder form. It's not as extreme as just the regular bipolar disorder, but I was diagnosed with that in 2016. I was going through really high highs and really low lows, along with depression, anxiety, and PTSD. I was put on medication in 2016 that saved my life, and I'm forever thankful for this medicine. It saved my life. It helped me get stable. It helped me get to where I am today, but I got these like whispers, and I just got the download last year that I didn't need to be on this medication anymore, that it was time for me to start getting myself off the medication, but doing it in a natural, holistic way and finding alternative methods and ways for me to cope, for me to get recovered, for me to stay stable, and so I don't have a relapse. So I want to share just kind of like the methods and ways on how I've been transitioning and getting off these meds in a safe way, but also just the alternative ways that have allowed me to heal and stay stable along this recovery process because I've been on this medicine for four or five years now. And the one medicine that I'm working on getting off of, it's called Lamictal and it's a mood stabilizer. I was put on this in 2016. I was put on a high dose of 300 milligrams I started getting off this last year with my doctor and I'm someone where I have to do a ton of research on anything. It can, it can annoy people, but that's okay. I'm just, I'm one of those people where I question everything. I have to do all my research on everything. So of course, when I started getting these whispers that I wanted to get off the medication, I did a bunch of research. So I encourage you, if you are getting that feeling, if you are getting that soul urge, first do your research. Talk with your doctor about it, but do your research on that medication. Does it take a long time to get off of? Are there going to be a lot of side effects? Are you going to go through withdrawal symptoms? 
because my medication, I've been on it for like almost five years now, I guess. And 300 milligrams, that's a big dose. Like if I were to just quit that cold turkey, I probably would not be having a very good time. So I've been doing it in 25 milligram increments. I've been lowering it 25 milligrams like every month. So I'm on, I'm down to 100 milligrams now after a year. And I'm someone where I'd rather just take my time, listen to my body, see where I'm at, and just keep going from there. Because when it comes to getting off your medication, when it comes to weaning off medicine, slow and steady wins the race. Like I'm no, I'm in no rush to get off this medication. Sure, I would love to stop taking pills like tomorrow, but that's not realistic. And we have to remind ourselves that. We have to give ourselves compassion. We have to give ourselves love and grace when we are doing this because it is no easy feat. Like our bodies, our brain chemistry especially, gets so dependent on these medicines, gets so dependent on it that if we just quit it cold turkey, oh my gosh, like the side effects, it could be way worse. And that's what a lot of people don't realize, especially when it comes to mental health, mental illness. When you're taking medicine and you finally like feel better, you feel back to your old self, and then you think, oh, I don't need to take it anymore. You feel 100% better. You still got to take your medicine. And that's like one of the tricky things when it comes to mental illness and just medicine, like the psychiatric medicine is it's not a one-size-fits-all approach. Like, there are so many different medicines out there, so many different combinations, so many different doses. Like, it is just a trial-and-error process till you find, like, that right little Goldilocks zone. And that's another thing I want to talk about is just all these different types of meds. So, obviously, no one's approach is going to be the same exact approach for every single person. So, even though, like, this is my approach for getting off the medicine. It may not be 100% aligned with you, and that is okay. As long as you talk with your doctor about it, as long as you are working with your doctor and getting off medicine, as long as you are working with your doctor and doing your research and just listening to your body and doing it in a healthy way, then that is good. So now I want to get into just more of like the natural ways and just the alternative ways on that I've been like coping and just staying stable through this process because even when you're weaning off medicine, it is not an easy thing to go through. And when I first started getting off this medicine a year ago, it was not easy the first couple months. I questioned myself a lot. I noticed myself going into a depression spiral. I was having a lot of emotions come up to the surface that I haven't felt in a long time. And I had already like was going through therapy. I started therapy probably six months before I started getting off my medicine. And I definitely encourage therapy if you have not gone through therapy, just because it really helps you unpack your trauma. It helps you kind of get down to the root causes along with shadow work. Shadow work and therapy are great two tools for really getting down to the root causes of your trauma. And that is another thing I'd just like to throw in there is a lot of the people who have mental illness are trauma survivors. And there is a beautiful book. It's called The Body Keeps Score. I definitely encourage you to pick up a copy. I actually have a copy right here on my desk. So it's The Body Keeps Score, and it is by Bessel van der Kolk, MD. This is 
an amazing book. It's a brain, mind, and body in the healing of trauma because believe it or not, actually our bodies will store the trauma. So all the trauma that we've been through as children that we didn't work through, our bodies keep score of that and they hold it in our body and then that manifests into either physical, mental, or spiritual illness. And a lot of people who have mental illness, and if you read this book, you will learn that, have been through severe amounts of trauma and they just have not worked through that trauma. And that's one of like my biggest pet peeves when it comes to mental illness. And it's also why I'm so passionate about mental health myself is just there is a lot of trauma we all have to unpack. And just giving yourself a pill and calling it a day is like putting a band-aid on it and really not paying attention to it. And that's what I learned when I've been getting off this medicine is for me, this is just me personally, that I was using this medication as kind of just a band-aid to cover up the wound, but I never really was fully addressing the wound because I was using the medication as an excuse for me to not fully address my trauma. So I was going like these last four or five years on this medicine, but I didn't address my trauma. I was just letting it continue to build up and build up and build up. And I would question myself and be like, why am I still feeling so angry? Why am I still feeling so depressed? Why am I still feeling this way? And now looking back, it was because I didn't unpack my trauma. And it wasn't until last year when I finally had enough is enough. And I felt like I was just like, about to explode from all the trauma and things that I had suppressed. It was just building up and building up. And when I went into therapy and I did the cognitive behavioral therapy and started rewiring my beliefs, shifting my beliefs, unpacking that trauma, rewiring my mindset, practicing self-awareness, working with that therapist, finding alternative ways is really helped get me to where I am today. And it helped me Kind of start getting off the medication and I also encourage you to find a therapist there's online therapy tools now I'm pretty sure there's a website it's called like online therapy there's better help and just google it and you can find like therapy in your area wherever you are in the world and doing that is a great tool just I really recommend therapy and another big thing is just exercising and eating well. And I know that can be like a little like oxymoron, easier said than done. Like, oh, well, everyone says that. That's so easy to do. But honestly, it is a game changer because what we put into our body, it also affects our mental health. So like if you are eating a bunch of junk food all the time, and you're on like psychiatric medication and you're still depressed, well, take a look at the food you eat. I'm, I'm just going to throw it out there. Just, just take a look at the food because back in 2016, when I was at one of my lowest points, I was eating a lot of junk food and fast food, like a lot of Taco Bell, uh, a lot of ice cream, a lot of pizza, just food that my body and mainly just like physically, mentally, spiritually did not agree with because it was bringing me down. It was making me more depressed, but I was filling that void. And when we are able to shift and eat a more natural lifestyle, just eating more fresh foods, raw foods, fruits, vegetables, lean proteins, 
just natural foods. And then when we are able to get exercise, whether it's just walking, dancing, riding a bike, swimming, and just getting that movement gets out that excess energy, gets out that stagnant energy, and you're able to release it. And it also gives your body endorphins. And it's one of my favorite quotes from the movie Legally Blonde. And she was just like, well, happy people just don't kill their husbands because happy people have endorphins and they just don't kill their husbands. If you've seen the movie Legally Blonde, you know. But I always think of that. And it's true, though, because if we do exercise, if we do eat well, then that gives your body more endorphins. So you do become happier. And that also just aids in the process. So if you do want to get off your medication, I urge you and highly encourage you and suggest that you start eating better if you aren't eating 100% healthy right now. If you are eating junk food and fast food a lot, cut it out. Don't need to do it all 100% at once, but just take baby steps in that process and start adding exercise into your routine if you don't have it in your routine yet because it does help so much in your mental health recovery process. It helps a lot in the journey. Those were like the main tools for me that have helped the most, but then there's also some other things as well that I want to throw in that help. Meditation, that helps a lot because meditation helps build self-awareness. It helps build mindfulness. And I know like there's been this big misconception when it comes to meditation, like especially like if you see like people on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, whatever social media you use, like you just see people like sitting there cross-legged and they're like, um, 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 like that's not ideal meditation. I'm just going to be real with you. Like no person just sits there and meditates and just like literally has no thoughts and is just like, um, No, we are human. So, of course, we all have thoughts. Even, like, the most, like, practiced meditators, yogis out there, they still deal with this issue, too, when it comes to meditation. And we all have, like, we all struggle with quieting our minds at times. And it's okay, like, if you sit there and, like, you're trying to meditate, but you can't get your mind to shut off and you notice, like, all these different thoughts, that's okay because it's actually helping you build self-awareness. Because just the, that, the, just the fact that you are sitting down to meditate and you are actively acknowledging all those thoughts and you're, you're kind of getting frustrated with yourself. You're like, man, I can't seem to shut my mind off. I can't seem to get all these thoughts out. That's okay. Because just the more that you start to do that and the more you start to sit down and you want to meditate and you start shifting through those thoughts, then the more your mind starts to quiet. The more you build self-awareness around it, the more you start practicing mindfulness. And I think that is a beautiful part of meditation that a lot of people like forget that we are building mindfulness and self-awareness and it's human. We all have thoughts. We all have a brain. We all have a mind. So obviously it's not going to take like an instant second where our mind's just going to empty out completely and it takes time. So it's just a process. So don't be hard on yourself the first time you sit down and meditate and you feel like only two seconds was like nothing. That's okay. And there's guided meditations you can do. Like there's some on Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, whatever. So there's plenty of like meditation tools. But I really encourage it. And then getting outside in nature. The sunshine, hello. That helps. Vitamin D. So if you can get out in the sun. If you can get out in nature. And just get back to Mother Gaia. Get back with Earth. Reconnect with nature. That will help too. 
And another thing that I tried that actually really helped with my trauma was acupuncture. This was new to me. I tried this the end of 2020 and I'm like terrified of needles. So this was a big thing for me to work through. But I found that practicing acupuncture, receiving acupuncture helped me release a lot of trauma that I didn't even know I was still carrying because there's a lot of like different techniques when it comes to acupuncture and the one I received, I don't know if I'm going to get the name right, it was called like the seven dragon ancient technique. It was an ancient Chinese technique that they use mainly for like demon possession where it's a really potent one where they put like the needles in certain parts of the body but it's at specific points where it pulls out the negative energy. And I know I've mentioned it in podcast episodes before that I did not have an easy childhood. My mom abused me like physically, mentally, psychologically, verbally, and just was not a good childhood. So I was carrying a lot of that still within me, in my body, not fully realizing it. And when I went through that acupuncture session, I felt so much of that trauma, I felt so much of that weight just leave me. It was just a huge weight lifted off my shoulders. And I'm forever thankful for finding acupuncture because of that, because I really think that aided in the process and it helped me kind of get over that fear of needles too, because I was terrified of that. And that's one thing why I avoided acupuncture. But I really encourage acupuncture too, if you are like on this more holistic journey And then just finding like herbal supplements. There's so many different herbal supplements out there, whether you live in a state that has medical marijuana or if you're just doing like ashwagandha or lion's vein root. There's so many different herbal supplements and like I could just go on with the herbal supplements. So I encourage you just to do your own research because like I said, we are all so uniquely different that just because like certain supplements and medication works for me, may not work for you. We could even have the same diagnosis, but still, just because you have the same diagnosis as someone doesn't mean you're, like, the medication, that treatment's gonna work for them. That's, like, another thing that just kind of bothers me, and I'm kind of going on a tangent here, is just, like, with the mental health community and, like, the mental illness labels, because we can get so caught up in the identity, and I'm guilty of it, where I got so caught up in the identity of being someone who had manic depression, bipolar 2, I kind of let that like rule my life for a couple years. And I remember just being so afraid and embarrassed about it because of that stigma behind it. And I was like, oh my God, if people find out that I have manic depression, they're going to think I'm like the incredible Hulk. And then I'm just going to blow up at any time. And then no one's going to want to be my friend and blah, blah, blah. And we have to get rid of that too. And that's why It's so important that we continue to bring light to these topics and we continue to talk about them. And this one is getting a little personal and deep in this episode, but I think that's okay because if I can share all this and if it makes just one person realize like, hey, you know, maybe there are different methods out there than just taking medication, then that's what I want in this episode. I also wanted to touch again on, well, just like a little like pharmaceutical history is the pharmaceutical company it was created back like, oof, this is a long time ago, like 1800s, 1700s. It was with Rockefeller, Carnegie, all those guys, like the big tech oligarchs, like way back when America was founded, probably like the 1800s. It was when we had the apothecaries. So there was all the apothecaries, the herbal supplements, all that natural stuff. Well, then Rockefeller, Carnegie, 
all those guys got together and they were like, you know what, we need to make money. So let's create the pharmaceutical company. Let's create all these pills. So let's rule out all the natural supplements. Let's rule out all the plants. We're going to say those are bad and that people can't have plants and things that God grew, that God gave us. So let's just go create all these pills and all these chemicals and we're going to sell these to the people and kill them. Like what? And like, I'm just going to let that sink in what? Like, in what, what world is that okay for us to, let's get rid of all the plants. Let's get rid of the stuff that God provided us. And let's go create chemicals to put in our bodies. That's what the pharmaceutical company is. They even bought acres of land in the Amazon forest that has all these herbal supplements, like, that can cure Alzheimer's and cancer. The pharmaceutical companies bought that. So people can't have those. Like, it is so fucked up. I'm sorry, but excuse my French, but it is so fucked up, the pharmaceutical companies. And that's, like, one thing I'm passionate about and, like, why I'm getting off my medicine is there are so many natural herbs and supplements. I mean, just the sun, just going outside and sitting in the sun, that is a natural supplement right there. But, of course, like, these big tech oligarch guys, these big guys... All those CEOs, they're like, oh no, we just they just care about making money. That's all they care about, unfortunately. They don't care about you. They don't care about me. And that's why we got to get back to this natural stuff. We don't need all these chemicals in our body. Yes, they saved my life, but there's alternative methods that I didn't know about. You probably didn't know about. Your doctor probably didn't know about it either because these companies, these big, big companies, they hide it from everyone. Because they want to keep making money. They want to keep putting us under their spell. And I just encourage you, do your own research. Take what I say for granted. Take what, take it or leave it, whatever. But do your own research. If you resonate with some of this stuff, that's beautiful. Do your research then. If you don't agree with that, that's fine too. Just do your own research. Take what resonates with you. But I just wanted to share that little info on the pharmaceutical company because that's something that really bothers me. But... Anyway, I feel that I shared some good methods when it comes to just taking a more holistic, natural approach to mental health when it comes to getting off your medicine. I am going to say it again. Please work with your doctor when it comes to getting off any type of medicine. Don't just quit cold turkey. Get off your medicine in a natural, healthy way, but do it with the help of your doctor because it can be done. I am proof that it can be done. It's taken me a year. It'll take me another year to work off getting off this medicine because I still have one more to get off of. But I'm doing it. It's happening. And it may not be an overnight transformation. It definitely is not an overnight transformation for me. But hey, slow and steady wins the race. I always remind myself that. My doctor and I tell each other that all the time. We're like, slow and steady wins the race. And I always remind myself that. And I just wanted to share that reminder again. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it helped. Hopefully you got some good information that will help you along your own journey. I'm going to say it one more time. Please just work with your doctor if you want to get off medication. Do your research. Think about it. Don't rush into it. Talk with your loved ones. Talk with your partner, whoever it is. Have a good support system. I am here. If you resonated with this episode, if you really enjoyed it, you can take a screenshot Tag me on Instagram, Fearless Female Warrior. If you have any questions or anything, if you want to talk, if you are thinking about getting off your own medicine, 
feel free to DM me on Instagram, Fearless Female Warrior. I would love to chat with you about it. It's something I'm very passionate about. So please don't hesitate to reach out. That's what I'm here for. I am sending you so much love wherever you are in the world. Have a beautiful day, a beautiful week. And until next time, we will chat again soon.